Remember on the TV show, The Office, when BJ Novak's character, Ryan, creates that company called Woof, the communication tool that actually spans every single piece of communication you have with one single message? I'm your host, Allison Caffrey. Welcome back to the Smooth Operator Podcast. And today we are going to talk about communication operational elements. I will see you inside. Okay, so as you guys can tell, I love the show The Office, and I've watched it several times, and it's super fun because it's uh, really relatable and thought-provoking, right? Um, So as I mentioned, uh, BJ Novak's character, Ryan, in the show, um, he's a temp um, made you know, into uh, a bunch of different sorts of roles in the company uh, throughout the the duration of the show. And uh, one of the things that he does is he creates a company called Woof. And uh, that basically just spans you, uh, for lack of a better term. So every communication platform you're on, whether it's email or phone or uh, faxing at the time, um, basically, you know, he just is able to communicate with um, one person via all of their um, communication platforms. So, Funny is that um, I was uh, on a call this morning uh, with Maddie, our admin, and uh, we were kind of discussing the different sorts of tools that we in our business use to communicate. And so it's it's interesting because we use a, a, a source uh, for task delegation, and then we use a source for um, communication kind of in general, right? Like if we just need to kind of chat back and forth. Um, and it's probably worth mentioning that my entire team is virtual. I work out of my home just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Maddie is in Brooklyn and um, Kelly is in Little Rock, Arkansas. So the need for communication is a high, high, high level, um, as is, um, you know, communication in any virtual team, um, especially, but any team, obviously, in general. So we um, were kind of dialoguing back and forth about where different sorts of conversations lie. And obviously, um, I'm sharing a lot of this stuff with you because I'm always continuing to get better um, in all of my operational elements. And I will always share those uh, updates with you guys. Um, But so basically we use Trello for a lot of our um, task delegation. So I'll throw something in Trello and I will um, upload any applicable process docs, um, you know, files, uh, images, um, login criteria, you know, what have you, and then assign it uh, to Maddie by adding her to uh, the, the card or whoever I'm, you know, assigning it to on the team. And then um, basically we move that along in a, in a process flow um, based on, you know, which kind of bucket the tasks uh, falling under. So that's how I work with my tasks, um, kind of a broad overview. Um, and then with communication, for the most part, we use Slack. And so what we've done is we've gone ahead and segmented um, our communication in Slack, um, either by product or by client. Um, if we, we have obviously an agency, as I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast where we help uh, clients one-on-one. So any, um, kind of communication regarding that client will stay there. And then any communication regarding any of the products that we offer or services that we offer goes into the other buckets. Now, um, something that Maddie had brought up to me, she said, well, you know, are you going to send me the login? I think she said for one of these platforms. And for the most part, we use LastPass, Um, but for some reason, I was going to go ahead and send that over, copy and paste it to her. And she's like, are you going to do it in Trello or are you going to do it in Slack? And so I said, hmm. And I immediately thought of woof. I thought, okay, there's probably about five different places that I could send this to you, but we probably need to choose one, right? 
So if it is LastPass, then the standard operating procedure for sharing logins is that if, you know, I have to add it to, um, you know, a pinned post in Slack because it's something that we're going to be coming back to if I have to update the process. So all of this super long story, um, because when you're communicating with someone, um, you could potentially look at a couple of different things, right? So what are the buckets of communication that you have with somebody, right? Is it a lot of personal um, back and forth, right? If you have an assistant, a personal assistant, a project manager, that type of person, right, that you're working really closely with, right? Are you kind of going back and forth between several different platforms? Um, what are the types of communication that exists between the two of you? Is it short, quippy, um, yes or no answers and questions? Or is it, you know, just a little bit more lengthy um, conversations that may need to, you know, be included on a Zoom meeting or, you know, whatever else? And then what, um, what are the goals out of a lot of that communication? So do they have action items? Um, that's one of the biggest things I feel like um, the re one of the reasons why we've implemented Trello is because a lot of times we would have meetings and what would happen was, is we would say, okay, we got to get this done, this done, this done, and this done. Um, and I use this actually with a couple of teams that I help. Basically, what we do is we have the Trello board open. And then what we do is we kind of take notes on the Trello board, but only as it relates to action items. So for example, if after I give Maddie this login, the action item is to go into the blog and change six episodes, which actually in this case it was, um, <clears throat> pardon then what would happen was, is she would then have a card in Trello that says change six blogs because that's the action item. And then when I open up the card, it would have the login to our WordPress site, as well as a process doc for how to change uh, blog images and copy. And so it would be very, very streamlined that way. So if a lot of the communication that you're doing, especially if you have contractors, is more in a delegation fashion, then go for it that way. Now, if your conversation is more so in the brainstorming, let's go ahead and come up with something type of thing, I definitely recommend that you guys use Slack. Now, Slack is awesome because you can segment conversation and you can add so many people um, to the conversation. You can mention specific people, which you can still do in Trello. Um, but what I would recommend is, especially if it's something that's an ongoing project, right? Like you're launching a new product or you're, you know, doing an event or something like that. Like, sure, there's going to be some supplemental tasks that happen out of that, but then go ahead and put those in your task manager after the fact, right? If you're doing a lot of dialoguing back and forth, lots of longer form conversation. I would definitely recommend a tool like Slack um, to kind of just capture all of that data. And then you guys can pull or have an assistant or have a project manager kind of pull those nuggets out um, based on what the outcomes are. So long story short, and the reason why I bring up Ryan and his company Wolf is because it doesn't serve to add multiple um, different lines of communication into the business. And you should really, if you're going to use more than one, um, I would recommend, um, you know, having them for specific purposes. A lot of our action items aren't listed in Slack. A lot of them are listed in Trello. And if you're spamming someone um, five, six different times, and you're checking one communication platform and the um, you know, 
team member is checking another communication platform, then things could get a little bit messy. Um, same kind of goes for clients. Now, when you're setting up client communication, you really want to be the one that indicates, okay, this is what we're going to use. And I don't mean be tyrannical in the sense that you won't ever let them communicate with you ever via email if you say you want to use Voxer. But in you know, for all intents and purposes, when someone's hiring you, they want you to be the authority. So you can use that position to go ahead and pick what platform you communicate on. So if it is Slack, if it is Boxer, if it is email or what have you, anything that you deliver to them in that program should follow suit. Um, so with one of the um, clients that I work with, a lot of communication is done via email. They're put into an email sequence that lets them know when new modules are ready. They're instructed to email our client care if they have a problem or have a question. And if they need any coaching, um, they're asked to post in the Facebook group. So it's very, very segmented because when they're being emailed, it's more in an administrative process. And when they're actually posting in the Facebook group and when they're interacting with coaches in the Facebook group, it's more of a coaching nature. Um, so they can kind of compartmentalize those two types of communication. So I challenge you on this podcast to think about what types of compartments you have when you're communicating with your team and your clients within your business. And let's try to make sure that we've got kind of the one avenue um, for how we communicate with folks, um, you know, kind of based on those buckets that you're defining. Um, I really hope that this was helpful and I will see you guys next time on the Smooth Operator Podcast. Take care.